0: That first experience, each time you expand your consciousness, each time you open yourself up to the awareness of the presence of God, there is a greater uh, electrifying power that you experience and you become aware of. And in that awareness, you become hungrier and thirstier for this presence of God. So each one of those initial shocks, if you want to call it that, is really a baptism in the Holy Spirit because the word simply means immersed in the Spirit. You can be immersed in the energy and presence and Spirit of God today only to the point and the percentage of which you know God. Now, a year from now, if you really are committed to a life of prayer in communion with God, then your consciousness ought to expand Yet there ought to be a greater hunger, a greater thirst, because you are now becoming aware that there's more. With God, there's always more. There's no point in our relationship with God in this human form that we can actually say we've arrived. That's impossible. You keep going on. The hunger gets greater. The thirst gets greater. You want more and more and more. So those of you on that path, You'll be able to relate to this. Those of you who are not, I hope it will be a motivation for you. But at that end of the ten years, I believe I was the hungriest man for God that ever lived. There was such a hunger for God that as I left my offices in Chicago and walked down the street, my soul would break out and I would cry, God, I have had people stop and look at me and wonder. I would too. <laughs> That you see, the next time you're in Chicago, you meet me walking down State Street. God, God, God. I have had people stop and look at me and wonder. It was the yearning passion of my soul, asking for God in a greater measure than I knew. Yes, it was nice as far as it went. As you grow, your greatest desire is to develop a God consciousness so that when you pray the prayer of paul to the ephesians which ends i want to be filled full with the spirit of christ the spirit of god with god himself that that's no symbolic gesture or symbolic prayer it is the essence of a person who is hungry for god i want to be filled full with god and in that awareness if it means going on a diet I will do that to be filled whatever is keeping me from being filled full with God I will allow to be emptied from my life I was growing up into a larger understanding of God and my own soul's need my soul was demanding a greater entrance into God his love presence and power I believe each of us were gods because Jesus said do you not know the scripture that says you are God so many times we equate spiritual manifestations with the belief of a christian you have to go to a christian church in order to have spiritual manifestations. no you have to have the god consciousness the consciousness of god which then allows you to let that conscious spirit of god move out from you so in order to get god he took the next very important step I went into fasting and prayer. See, now what fasting and prayer does for you, it puts your full attention onto God with your intention being, I want more of God. It's going to work. Because those two principles are spiritual laws that keep the universe in operation. What are you putting your attention on? For example, health or sickness, prosperity or poverty? What are you putting your attention on? In what you say and what you think and what you feel, or what you believe about God? What are you putting your attention on and what's your intention for that attention? Got it? So he said, I went into fasting and prayer and waiting on God for nine months. I think he ate during that time, you know. <laughs> and one day, the glory of God in a new manifestation, it was new to his eyes. This we call today awareness. The new manifestation and a new incoming came into my life. When the phenomena had passed and the glory of it remained in my soul, I found that my life began to manifest in the varied range of gifts given by the Spirit, the presence of God. I spoke in tongues by the power of God, and God flowed through me with a new force. Healings were of a more powerful order. God lived in me, God manifested in me, god spoke through me my spirit was deified i love that because that you know you're so scared sometimes to put it in those kind of words because someone may call you a heretic but that's their limited knowledge what do you care what they call you they call jesus far worse when the holy spirit the spirit of wholeness is allowed to encompass every part of my being especially from the inside out which i call holistic spirituality then my spirit becomes deified and then from my spirit flows the spirit of god to deify my soul my mind my will my emotions and to sanctify my body It has nothing to do with sin or the lack of sin it has everything to do with the openness and the awareness you have and desire for the spirit of the living god i had a new comprehension of god's will now if you're still asking yourself I don't know what God's will is, then this is what you need. You need to reevaluate your prayer life and your communion with God and your connection with God. Because once you really truly have an authentic communication with God, there's no doubt as to what the will of God is. I know what the will of God is for me. You need to know that. That's what gives you such an inspiration to live and a motivation to live, because now you have a purpose and a meaning to life. It has everything to do with a purpose for being here. My purpose simply summed up is to heal the sick, to heal the planet, to be a healer. That's my mission. But to get that mission, it doesn't mean I just sit around every day, drink Pepsi Cola or Coca Cola and eat barbecue waiting for it to happen. No, i must maintain a direct line a direct connection with god so i feel those electrical impulses of the spirit of god that i know the spirit of god is present i can't believe or think the spirit of god is present i must know with every cell of my being that the spirit of god is present so that when people come to me i will be to them literally the presence of God. Now I'll confess to you, I've had to change my theology throughout the years. Uh, it, it gave me great hope when I heard Catherine Kuhlman say, every time I got my theology straightened out, he came along and messed it up. You've got to carry the presence of God that is within you wherever you go. And then that power is always flowing. And you know, see, that's what Jesus did. That's why the lady could crawl up and touch the hem of his garment the deification, the presence of God, the essence, the electromagnetic energy of the Spirit of God operating in Jesus passed through his clothes to the woman. And the same thing happened with the transfiguration. Jesus was literally deified. In those moments of deep, intense prayer up on that mount, the energy of God poured through him that even his clothes became dazzlingly white. You are a carrier of God. But remember that as a carrier of God, you're not doing the mystical works. By being a carrier, God is working through you. God is moving through you. God is always available. See, by becoming a carrier, by thinking of myself as a carrier, what does that imply? All of a sudden, my shift has to go to the fact that, oh, it is true, God is everywhere present. Then a new wonder manifested. My nature became so sensitized that I could lay hands on any man or woman and tell what organ was diseased in their body. And to what extent and everything about the disease. I tested it, I went into hospitals where physicians could not diagnose a case, touched the patient and instantly I knew the organ that was diseased, its extent, its condition, and its location. Now, this from Amy Semple McPherson. The the writer of this book is talking about the first major healing, and it was Louise Mesnick, who was a young woman in the advanced stages of rheumatoid arthritis. The young woman, curled up in the back seat of the cab, could not lift her head. The inflammation had impaired the neck muscles and the...